Welcome to Gutsy Matters Podcast, brought to you by storednaturally.com. I'm Wendy Allen. And I'm Helen Reynolds. Gutsy Matters Podcast is for independent thinkers who aren't afraid to stand out from the crowd. Our conversations are with people who, like us, are willing to create something they believe in, something that helps us all to live more sustainably, more consciously, and with greater connection. We're delighted you're joining us to discover, uncover, and create opportunities and perspectives about health, wealth, and sustainable living. Our podcast guest in this episode remembers the exact moment and feeling when she knew that she had to teach her children about the importance of healthy eating when they were young, so they didn't have to go through the health issues that she did as a teenager and young adult. Kate Pierce lives in Townsville in North Queensland, Australia, and is mum to two little boys and a former paediatric nurse. Having healed health issues and anxiety through changing her diet and building a strong positive mindset, she became extremely passionate about sharing her knowledge with children and adults. We love that you've created a game that makes showing children how much fun it is to eat vegetables. It's so critically important and and in fact much more important than we realised. In one of our recent prior podcasts, we interviewed Dr. Danielle Carter, who's local here in Toowoomba, and she told us the stats that 99% of Australian children aged between 2 and 18 do not eat enough vegetables. 99% we were shocked. We had no idea it was that bad and we're so pleased to meet you, Kate, and find out that you're tackling the issue in such a brilliant way, a play-based way. So welcome, Kate. Welcome to the Gutsy Matters podcast. Thank you so much for having me. We're delighted. Um, Awesome. So before we get on to how the Healthy Little Eaters game works, would you please tell us some more of the backstory? Because I bet there's lots of people out there who might be able to relate to you. So what happened that caused you to create the game and, um, you know, did you have to go through some kind of health renewal that made it all the more important for you to teach your children? Or have you always been the rock-climbing pocket rocket endless, endlessly energetic mother of two that you are now? <laughs> no, no, not not at all, hey. So just like anyone else, really, oh, my background is nursing, so I was very medicalized. Um, I did know a lot about the science about health, uh, but I never knew anything um, about nutrition. And I actually lived uh, overseas um, for a couple of years. And as you do when you're overseas, there was a lot of partying, there was a lot of unhealthy eating. And, you know, life kind of kicked me in the butt a bit. And it said, and it gave me a pretty big wake up call in terms of I started to get um, really bad stomach ulcers and reflux and my cholesterol went really high. Anyway, I got back from overseas and um, I was I was just feeling really rubbish. And for, for about six months or so, I went down the medical path. I tried to, um, obviously, they put me on a lot of different medications, you know, antacid medications, cholesterol medications, anti-anxiety medications, because I just knew that it was just something not right. And nothing worked. And I went down this path, this medical path, for about a year um, until I I kind of had this um, awareness and awakening that, you know, medicine at this stage isn't going to help me and I'm going to have to have a radical change in my lifestyle and what I was doing. So that then held me down more of like this natural and um, 
I don't really like the word alternative, but it's kind of still alternative where you where you heal yourself um, through a change of diet and a change of food. So I, I went really I went really um, quickly down that path. You know, I quickly stopped eating meat. I stopped eating processed foods and sugar, and I did a lot of juice fasting and water fasting. And I really learnt the power of foods and how they can impact the health of your body. And after doing that for maybe three or so three or four months. You know, I stopped all the, the medications they are on and I actually I actually healed myself um, through changing my diet and lifestyle, you know, through um, discovering my passion and doing things I loved. And it was then that I really realized, oh, as a nurse, I was never taught about the importance of diet. It was all about medicine and, you know, suppressing symptoms and stuff. So that's so that, through my own experience. Um, that's when I learned, as I said, the power of foods and how we can actually have control over our own health. And it wasn't until then, it wasn't long after that, that I fell pregnant with my children. And I realized that I need to, I was never taught that information as a child. And I really wanted to teach them as young as possible about the power of foods and how they can have control of their health at a really young age, just so that their body over time doesn't, you know, deteriorate and have, and have the problems that I have, because it takes a lot of time and energy to have to, to, to heal yourself. Um, so that, that's probably a bit of the background. And then, yeah, it was from then that I developed the game, which, were, as you've said, it's, it's a play-based game that teaches children all about the superpowers, in a sense, of fruits and vegetables and which fruits can, can sort of target and heal the health of different body parts. So that's kind of where it started. Thank you. Fantastic. So having a healthy body and mind is the key to living a successful and fulfilling life. How do you start these conversations with children and, and what age is the best... Uh, the best time to start and, and what successes have you had? Yeah, sure. Um, I think as early as possible, you know, as early as possible, I did more so the child-led weaning. So when they were little sitting up in their in their high chairs, I let them start to explore and feel feel different textures and foods and different things. We didn't use a spoon too much, so kids got really accustomed to, to the different textures and flavours um, at a really young age. Um, and so I, so I think there's there's no... As the earlier the better and as I said this game that I've created is, is really visual and I think kids learn the best visually and kids learn the best when they're having fun um, so we would often play sort of match-up games and we would sort of put our hands into into like bags and stuff and the children would have to um, guess which fruit or vegetable it was so at a really young age I really tried to make fruit and vegetables fun um, and I really educated them um, really on the, the importance of it you know when they eat their broccoli I would say oh your brain is getting smarter now and don't eat too much you'll be smarter than mummy and so I really made it fun and they, they they really they really enjoyed that and so now even at like six and eight my two boys will grab the broccoli and run around and say we're getting smart we're getting smart because kids aren't silly and it really makes sense to them and that's what I really wanted to do I wanted healthy eating to make sense and not be something sort of forced onto them because we all know even as adults when things are pushed onto us we kind of do the opposite so I think it's yes. really important not to, not to force not to force kids because they resist it they're just like us they're going to resist what we force onto them so I think when kids sort of have an understanding they're a lot more empowered to make the healthy food choices themselves and I think that's what they can take with them you know later in the in the, in their life as well isn't that great so you gave us a few hints, but I'm just wondering if you would sort of spend a little bit more time with some of those suggestions that you just hinted at, um, particularly for parents who currently have fussy eaters. What tips and tricks have you got for them that they might be able to take away just from listening to this podcast? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so as I said, I think I think games and fun is the best way to do it because it takes the pressure off things. So as I said, you can hold out a few veggies and put them in a bag and you can blindfold your kids or something and, and just encourage your child to feel around um, and guess what it is? The kids love that. They laugh. Um, we all know the common create a vegetable person face. You know, when kids have control of their own, of their cooking and different things and what they're creating, um, then again they're more encouraged to eat it because they've had the choice they get to choose what the hair is made out of or what the eyes might be made of you know you've got bananas or carrots or different things so I think creating a vegetable person's face is really fun um and just like adults kids eat with their eyes um so presentation is everything for kids and kids really like small little things that they can um pick up with their pick up with their hands so you know spiralizing or using cookie cutters cooking cut cookie cutters are a great way to make sort of the more boring food, in a sense, uh, more exciting, you can make curly curly zucchini or cucumber and just really little bite-sized pieces just on a little plate, really colourful things like blueberries, capsicum, carrots. You can kind of create the rainbow, really. And, yeah, kids love, kids love to hold things with their hands and just sort of play around. But as I said, yeah, emphasising colour is really, really important because kids do it with their eyes first. Um and yeah, I think what I what I, a great tip that I do is I tend to feed my kids their, their vegetables um, before they sort of sit at the dinner. So they might be playing outside or playing Lego or something, and I just put a little bowl next to them with some cut up cucumber or capsicum or carrot. And you know, you turn around in five minutes, and the whole plate is clean. And often they're asking for more. And it, and even if you ask them if they want them, sometimes they say they don't. But when it's cut up and it's put in front of them while they're sort of busy doing something else you'll be really surprised how quickly it gets eaten and often they ask for more. So that's probably one of my biggest things is we, we, I don't have too much structure as long as they're getting their fruit and vegetables um, in through the day. I, I don't really mind if they're not sitting at the table or doing it or, you know, they, they can snack on it throughout the day. And probably one of my biggest things that I love is juicing or smoothies because you can put so much stuff in a, in a smoothie and, you know, the, the colours and the... Um, the flavour of say a banana berry smoothie is beautiful and you can chuck a handful of spinach baby spinach in which doesn't have a strong flavour and um, it will you can't taste it and you're getting greens into your kids that way so I think juices and smoothies are also a really powerful way to get maximum nutrients in. I think that would apply to me too if you put a bowl at my desk of chopped up vegetables I'd probably eat it but if I <laughs> if you asked me to stop my you know work and go and chop up a bowl of vegetables for myself it's far less likely to happen <laughs> exactly right or when it's in the fridge you go oh no, I'll leave it later but you're right when it's cut up yeah. it's so much easier totally yeah. and I think too it's the question you know it's if you're asking the question you you're also asking them to say no if they want to say no and sometimes I mean you know what little children are like they say no just for oh. the fun of it because they get a reaction <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I think the fun part, like a smoothie or a bowl, you know, making things, you know, I've seen, you know, when sort of people make like a a mini pizza or even not a pizza, but, you know, something with a face and because they've made it, the enjoyment of eating it and the pleasure is really fantastic because they've done it. And the same, exactly. you know, even with the smoothie, if they're helping making the smoothie and then they get to choose the the, the paper straw that's their colour that they like best or, or whatever it might be, you know, that's that sort of thing. Exactly. Um, it it's creates that, that fun around the food and it's not a chore. I think, 
you know, there's so many times that you hear people struggling with children that are fussy eaters and, and mealtime is a battle. It's, it's, it's an unpleasant right. experience and, and no wonder they don't like it and don't like the food because the actual experience is unpleasant. So they don't associate the food with fun and, and happiness. They, you know, they associate it with, oh, mum's going to make me eat this dreadful broccoli or, or whatever. Exactly. You know? <laughs> A hundred percent, a hundred percent, and that's why I think when children like have that empowerment, they um, they they tend to want to eat it on their own accord. Hey, mm-hmm. it's really it's really funny how it how it actually happens, and probably one of um, something I'm also so incredibly passionate about is um, when we try new sentences because I think the power of words is so incredibly um, important, um, and what, what goes in children's minds and becomes their beliefs as adults. And I think instead of falling into the trap of saying sentences like, you know, if you don't eat your vegetables, you'll get sick. Um, I think that's where we need to catch ourselves as parents because what goes into the child's subconscious mind is just just the word sick. And we all know that the, what the power of the mind has. So I tend to try and be conscious too and teach other parents to be conscious, you know, of saying, you know, your body is already strong, but let's build on it. Let's add to that power by eating veggies and you'll be even stronger. Therefore, the subconscious mind to heal is the word stronger and, you know, health and powerful um, and, and those kind of imprinting words, which then becomes what the child believes as an adult. So that's probably one of my biggest passions as well as, you know, the words we're saying to our, to our um, children, which can be sometimes even more important than the, than the food they're eating um, mm. because of that power of the mind. But when you can um, sort of put them both together, that's when it's, that's when it's yeah, that's when it's really amazing. So, yeah, so what we focus on obviously grows. So let health be the focus instead of sickness, really. And often you hear of people that make the threats, you know, if you don't eat your veggies, you don't get ice cream or something that perhaps that's, that's something right. that they enjoy. And then, again, it becomes the, the words, the, the negative words associated with that. If you don't do it, you won't be able to do something that's fun. And, again, it's that same it, thing, isn't it? Yeah. It, Exactly, and it really shouldn't be like that. And to be honest, my kids have had ice cream for dinner, but it's not the ice cream that's bought from the shop. You know, it's it's yes. it's frozen banana and frozen berries that we've had in the freezer, and they've they've blended it up, and that's been their dinner. And I think that's okay, and I think that's okay. But and sometimes we fall into the trap that dinner has to be, you know, this this proper sit down meal and that. But but it really doesn't. As long as you know, as long as their kids are getting a real varied and balanced diet, if they want to have fruit ice cream for dinner one day, like that's a beautiful treat. And that and that's actually really healthy. So just kind of mixing it up a bit, I think, is really cool too. Mm, absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit more about how the Healthy Little Eaters game works? Yeah, sure. Um, so it is a match-up, a match-up memory game and a puzzle. And children simply learn through matching colour-coded borders. So they, they will find the green border, the two green borders, they match them together and it teaches them that broccoli is good for their brain. Um, so, yeah, it's really simple. Um, really young kids uh, learn colours through it. And then you have the older kids who are learning the different fruits and veggies and also, importantly, the different body parts. I found that children were being told to eat veggies, but they didn't really understand why. So I think this game sort of fills that gap so that they can go, oh, I eat grapes. I Now I know it's good for my blood cells. I eat corn because now I know it's good for my teeth, you know, tomato, heart and so on and so on. So, so it is a match-up game um, at, the, at, the, at the front of it. And the cards also uh, flip over, which is really cool. And something I learned through my health journey was something called the doctrine of signatures, where there's an intelligence in, in plant food that um, 
represents um, our body parts. So if you actually cut cut a carrot in half, it actually looks exactly like your look looks exactly like your eye. And science proves that the vitamin A in carrot actually increase, increases blood flow to the eye. So what the puzzle does is actually shows how these different fruits and vegetables actually look like our body parts. Like when you slice a tomato, it looks like our heart. So the kids love putting that together. And, 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 and again, it just sort of makes healthy um, eating make sense. And it's something they can really um, remember because they can see the visual link. So, so that's how it's played. It's a matchup memory game and a giant puzzle on, giant puzzle on the back. So, yeah, so each card has either a vegetable or a body part. Is that correct? Yep. So, yes, there's 24 cards and there's 12 matching pairs. So each, so there was 12 body parts and there's 12 fruits on vegetables. And you just, through matching the colours, find which vegetable or fruit matches with which body part um, to find out what what that fruit and vegetable, which, which body part that fruit and vegetable is really targeting and healing to help make really strong so as I said, there, there was actually the mushroom card and then you match it, you find the colour and then it links to the ear. And so eating mushrooms actually helps the little bones in our, in, our ear, in our ear to create good hearing. So that's exactly right. So I can imagine that some parents are learning things with this game as well. Is that correct? <laughs> Definitely. I have a lot of parents say, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Which is actually really cool because then the parents can talk about it with the kids and um yeah, it's, it's really fun. So it probably initiates a lot of conversation with their children as well while they're playing the game. It's not just a game that the children go off and play. It's, it's really a conversation starter for a lot, of, lot more conversations about food and what they're eating as well, I'd imagine. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I've had, um, and that's what I encourage parents to do, like when they're eating dinner or preparing dinner, um, I've had some parents stick to cut the, the sort of the cards on the fridge and then they'll, they'll cut the tomato up when they're making the salad. They'll have a look how it looks like the heart, you know, same as the eye and, and same with the celery looks like your bone. So it really is, you really can incorporate it into, into di- um, dinner times and meal times and snack times and have some fun with it. Yep. What kind of response have you had from kids who've um, played it? Have, have, or parent, you know, their parents have, what if people, what feedback have people had? Um, I've had just positive um, feedback, to be honest, amazing feedback. The The children seem to really get excited over it. I think the big, bright sort of the cartoon images the kids can really relate to. They love the fact um, that their body is kind of, it kind of has the feel that their body's turning into sort of like a superhero kind of thing because I've developed an animation um, that goes along with it. Um, so the, the kids love it. The kids then, not weirdly enough, but they then, I've had a lot of kids then run to the fridge and go and get the celery out or something because they know it makes their bones strong. And, and to be honest, I've had a lot of relief from parents, I guess. Um, I've had some parents really grateful that their children are now um, more open to wanting to even just try fruit and vegetables. Um, yes, yeah, so I've just had I've had wonderful feedback. I've had a child take the game to bed with them. I'm, I'm not too sure why, but their mum told me that she wanted to sleep with it. So, and again, that just comes down to the bright colours, to be honest. And um, I think that it makes children really comfortable and they're friendly, and food doesn't become threatening anymore. And yes, yeah, so I've just had wonderful feedback, to be honest, even from schools and kindergartens and teachers. Uh, even GPs um, have it in their waiting rooms and different things as a resource. So, yeah, it's had, it's had, it's had wonderful feedback. 
So you're teaching children and de-stressing parents. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. And making life and food fun. Exactly right. We've got to start having a little bit more fun, a little bit more fun, especially around veggies with kitties. So yeah, it seems to, it seems to pick all the boxes, which is which is nice. And I think if parents know they're sort of making a step towards um, helping their child understand, you know, their health and different things, there's there's just that, as I said, that sense of relief, and they feel like they're taking action towards one of the most important things, which is obviously their child's well-being. Mm, absolutely. So what's your vision for Healthy Little Eaters from here on in and, and how many superheroes are you going to be creating? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I would definitely, as I said, I do have the animation, um, which just is, is, allowed, is about a little boy who goes on an adventure and he, he has to find this treasure map and he, and he comes across these obstacles like a maze and a dark cave and he uses these he uses their fruits and vegetables to give him super like powers. He can see in the dark. His heart is pumping well. You know, he's got a strong, he's got a smart brain. So I'd like to develop that further and um, create almost like a, perhaps a TV show or something around it. I want to have a, I'm going to turn it into um, some story books as well. Um, and that, that's probably, where, that's probably the angle I'm going and really get it into the childcare centers and the daycare centers and the primary schools as well. Um, uh, yeah, pretty much just get it into the hands of uh, hands of as many children and parents that I can, and just build this sense of um, uh, community, I guess, and and this fun this fun characters um, about um, yeah the superpowers of fruit and veggies. So we're looking at books and more resources, and potentially even a TV show or a stage show, which I would love. That would be super fun. So exciting, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a really exciting yeah. Yeah, concept of, of what you're looking at doing. I mean, the game is itself is exciting, but, yeah, with <laughs> other things coming along behind it will be really, really good. So, yeah, really great. Yeah, thank you. Right, well, we've got everyone listening going, well, how can I get my hands on a game? I've got kids. I need, <laughs> I need help with de-stressing dinner time. So where do they sure. get, how do they get their hands on it? Sure. Well, I have a website um, which is www. Um, it's just healthylittleeatersgame.com um, and you can purchase the, the game on there. And um, if you also jump on that website, I have a free ebook on there uh, which just gives you a few recipes. It's got juice recipes in there and smoothie recipes and just little tips and tricks about um, ways you can encourage your child to eat more fruits and vegetables. So that's on the website as well. And I'd also love to offer um, a 15% discount for anyone who's in, who's listening on this call. If you type in, in the code on the website, My Healthy Eater, um, then that'll give you 15% off the game too, just as a thanks for listening in and for you guys having me on. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, so listeners, make sure you take that up. And obviously that's for a limited time. So we'll we'll perhaps put the time limit in the show notes um, because obviously when this goes to air, people need a little bit of time. But we'll we'll talk to Kate and we'll work out um, that time frame. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, um, you will need to check on the website just to um, make sure that that's still The Stored Naturally mm. website. Yeah, so storednaturally.com is where you'll find the show notes if you go to the podcast. And the show notes are there and it's where people can listen to previous episodes of our podcast as well. So that's fantastic. Wow, what a great offer, a 15% discount. 
and it is an amazing game. We've seen the game, and it's it's a really and it's very sturdy. It's it's you know the cards are nice thick cards, so even for little children, that it's not like a playing card type thickness that's going to bend that's and, right. and crumble and and not be great. It'll last for ages, and I I imagine it's um easy to clean to wipe wipe as well. Uh, absolutely, and they're they're pretty they're pretty waterproof. They're spill proof. Um, because of the glossy, the glossy covering and stuff. Yeah, and as you said, they're they're jumbo cards. They're not like a playing card. And as you said, yeah, they're very sturdy and yeah, they're good for the little ones. Excellent. Oh, it is. It's very exciting, Kate. So, thank you so much for um giving us more details about about the game, but also about how you got into to doing that and. Hints and tips for fussy eaters, I think, is um, anyone with little children will will be rushing to get that ebook as well. Awesome. Yeah, my yeah, favourite was book. the blindfold game. My mother oh, yeah. definitely didn't play that with me when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. They love it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you, can put, you can put different textures in there. Like you can mix it up. You can put um, soft, squishy fruit and the kids love it. We've had a blast talking to you, Kate, and I really love oh, that thank you. you're, um, you know, that you're really tackling this issue right where it starts, when we're so tiny. That's right. And yeah, we, it all starts when we're little. Yep. And we've got, it's actually a really big problem. It's a really great way to to be making a difference. So thank you so much for being gutsy enough to get behind your idea, create the card game and have such a big vision for it. And thank oh, you for thank sharing you so it with us. Much. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. We've loved having you. Thanks so much, Kate. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this conversation and know people who'd be interested in knowing more about this topic, then show them you care and send them the link to this podcast. To keep up with our Gutsy Matters conversations, subscribe and share with your friends. For extras, follow Stored Naturally on Facebook and Instagram. Gutsy Matters podcast is brought to you by Stored Naturally. We are the creators of the all-natural hemp fresh produce enhancer, a longer-lasting and healthier fresh food kept in the fridge, available at storednaturally.com.